Golden Colorado LTZ with unbeaten three and a half ton towing. This is Triple M Summer Breakfast with Sam Payne and Ed Cavalier. <laughs> that sounded so professional. It's like he's been here for a number of years. Yes, it is Triple M Summer Breakfast. I'm Ed Cavalier and sitting, ooh, sitting to my left uh, is a man I know very well. Good morning, Sam Payne. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, everyone. Thanks. Uh, it's, it is great to be here. You know, man, I just want to say it's almost uh, humbling. When, I, when you called me this morning at quarter to four and said, do you want to come in? I thought, that is the nicest thing you've done for a long time, as if we don't spend enough time together, Ed. Oh, goodness. We sp- we, I see you more than I see Tiff. That is, and now with these two hours, that is official. Let's so I'm going to get off. engaged. Yeah, exactly. Call it off. Let's go. Oh, man. Let's move to Canberra well, and get married. This is the weekend, isn't it? This is the window. This is the same-sex window. You can go and get married this weekend, yeah. but by next weekend, it could all be, you know, Well, let's just go. Off again. Let's just go. So let's horse, take our chance. Horse and carriage and get there. <laughs> oh, it's great to be here. I can't wait. Oh, big show. Tell you what. Um, we're going to speak to Ryan Harris. You're not, because I spoke to him yesterday, but you get to hear the interview, which is nice. Can I still ask questions? Of course you can. <laughs> of course you can. And if he answers them, it'll be Imagine. incredible. Um, at 8 o'clock this morning, what I'm calling a special report. Rosie, do we have a new sting? Uh, sure. Okay, I'll, do, I'll come back to it. I'll say it again Doesn't in a minute. right now, does it? Well, we're fixing neighbours. We're fixing neighbours t- this morning, Sammy. Many would say finally, Ed, but what, why, what's, what's inspired you to no, do it? mate, I, I caught an episode last night, and it's not that. what it once was, <laughs> and I grew up with neighbours. I love neighbours, and I think that Home and Away is too far ahead. How big a break have you had? Oh, four years. Ever oh, since yeah. it moved to um, Channel 71, is it... <laughs> On the UHF yeah. band, is it? Yeah. I think still that, on analog. It's I think great. that, exactly, it's all coming to an end this weekend as well. I think that new sting's ready, um, Rosie, because at 8 o'clock we have a special report. Okay. Is a horror film? Uh, it says so, new sting. So that says new sting. Yeah. That would be for the end of the world. <laughs> all right. Triple M Summer Breakfast. I can hear you already. Yes, stop calling, please. Stop calling. Stop sending us tweets at MMM Hot Breakfast. Who is Sam Pang? I know you have questions. You want to know more about him. Some of you don't watch SBS. I understand that. I do. And you don't listen to uh, late 90s community radio. Wow. I understand that. Have you forgotten that I'm on the two show? My resume is the same as yours at the moment. That's, that's Other let, than that. Let's not get into that. All right. I think in some parts of the country, Sammy, when we started the show, uh, my mic wasn't working and yours was, so it seemed as though you were just a bizarre man in a room talking to himself, answering questions to nothing. And yet there was a rating spike. <laughs> so how do you explain that, Edward? Giving the people what they want. I, you're right, Rosie, it's all been fixed, hasn't it? I believe so. Excellent. And we are completely oh, out of delays. Well, though, you know, Rosie. I've got everything assigned, no, but done, you never know. You, There's never, probably a oh, monkey never. in the... You know, you're, oh, is he still here? Somewhere. That one that used to pick the music? No, no. I thought we sacked no, him. not allowed to mention him. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Oh, no, no, no. Marched out of the building. No, hand in your pass. Don't say Barry. Do not say Barry. Don't say Barry. We're here to talk about Sam Payne. People well, are already texting in saying, what is this? Who is this? But I already like the sound of him. What, what are you doing over there? You got up early and you've mm-hmm. prepared something, have you? Well, what I've done is I went to Wikipedia and I've, uh, I've got your bio. Let's hear it. Sam Pang started his entertainment career as a member of the Tony Bartuccio Dancers, but was kicked out of the group for excessive crumping. Sam then turned his attention to television, and after he successfully got Margaret and David sacked by SBS, he was in. Many wonderful programs followed. Eurovision, Junior Eurovision, and ADBC. ADBC holds the record as the only television program to be axed three separate times. Somewhat harsh when you consider at its peak, it was being watched by more than 300 people. These days, Sam can be seen on Santos Sam and Ed's Total Football. Have you been paying attention? 
and drunkenly walking home on a Tuesday morning after a few quiet drinks with Kevin Peterson. Sam is unmarried and lives on the Gold Coast in a one-bedroom flat he calls Tooley's HQ. Great to have him on Triple M's Summer Breakfast. It's Sam Pang. Now you're up to wow. speed. Thank you very much. Should I address some of these? If you want. Tony Bartucci and I, by the way, that didn't end well. No. And there's a court order where I actually oh, can't geez. talk okay. about it anymore. That's a suppression? Margaret and David, I did them a favour. <laughs> I brought them to a new audience. A new audience, Ed. Yeah. Uh, Eurovision's... Well, even you watch Eurovision. We're going to hear a bit, actually. If you got really, let's hear a bit of Sam at Eurovision, shall we? Of course, you're a you know you're very experienced at Eurovision now. Do you have any advice for this year's participants? Because of course you won it. So do you have any advice for this year's acts? I just talked about that with another reporter. Yeah, I don't I don't ask very original questions. That's uh, that's right. one thing you get okay. to know. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Insulting artists all over the world. Who was that? How would I know? That was, back, <laughs> was backstage. It's backstage at Eurovision, the circus. Yeah, yeah it like must the, be. Like the Christmas party at this uh, in this <laughs> building. But, yeah, Eurovision, ADBC. Now, ADBC, you make a good point. Yeah. 300 was a good day, a good Big night spike. for us. Big spike. But that, you know, the problem, not the problem, but they have repeated ADBC. Mm-hmm. For it's on Sunday afternoons back again at like five o'clock, and you're not getting any scratch from that. Absolutely none. Should we hear a bit? Let's hear a bit. This, oh. is, this is what you're missing. The breakthrough cure for syphilis was giving the patient malaria. Wow. Yes. Nobel Prize winner Julius Wagner Urek infected patients with malaria, causing high fever that killed syphilis bacteria. Mm. Then treated them with quinine for the malaria and gave them the all clear. I mean, I can't believe that the um, syphilis-malaria duo with, with uh, Professor Wagner is not getting more attention. There's your, promo. There's your promo for tomorrow morning. Why isn't Dr. Harry doing that on Better Homes and Gardens? <laughs> I do, you know what? That or the even, living room. That, Amanda Keller's missing <laughs> the big stories. Yeah, that wasn't even part of the show. That was just some off-air banter. <laughs> it's just you riffing. <laughs> Now you're on the actual. Now you're on the tele, Now you're on the uh, the actual telly on your channel ten. That's true. ADBC, by the way, has been replayed more than Mash. <laughs> it's, been, it's on. It's on again. Wow. Here, we, here you are. This is the the Sunday night quiz show we do together. Home and away finished the year with what shock event? Sam, Alf got diagnosed with cancer and he started cooking crystal meth. <laughs> Found a home on commercial television. Thank you. Just yeah. taking pot shots. I like what you've done there. It seemed to be mean, but it was actually a great was, joke. He was saluting us. Thank you very much. It was much. a great you're, joke. You're talking about the journey that I've come. Yes, you've come so far from, from syphilis <laughs> to Alf. Um, it's not that far. No, oh, no, it is that far. I think he's going to get sued. Turn his mic off. Turn his <laughs> mic off. Uh, you know what we can say? I'm glad you brought up Home and Away because when we get Colette Mann in later I, on, I from cannot Neighbors, wait. We're going to fix Neighbours. We are fixing Neighbours. Re- you know, Rosie, you, I go on about this. You say it's broken. Mate, the glory days of Neighbours, when Guy Pearce was on in his overalls and Kylie got oh, a job yeah. as a mechanic, yeah. they were pulling nine, ten, they were pulling voice figures. Charlene. Charlene, sorry. Not I, no, I read this. I read that Charlene and, what's Jason Donovan's uh, character's name? Scott. Scott. Their son mm-hmm. or their kid is going to be in the show. This is what I want to talk to her about oh, as well. Okay. You're not happy with that? No, I am happy with that. I think that's a step in the right direction. But in the, in the advertisement for it and the uh, casting briefs, they're asking for a Liam Hemsworth type. I don't think you can get him. I don't, not that bad. He might be four at the moment. Actually. Don't know if he's going to move into Lassiter's. You never know. Well, by the way, in terms of storylines, Ed, how many times can Lassiter's burn down? <laughs> is, it, is it still up? It's up. Really? It's up and we're getting sidetracked. There you go. That's your sad peg. That's what that, you... No, that's it. Yeah. Okay. What else is? What have I missed? No. I, is there I, any other parts of your oh, no, life and resume that, that no, I missed? No. No. Other than you and I getting married, that's that's <laughs> really uh, that's it in a nutshell. And all that has brought me here this morning, Ed.
Absolutely. Well, you were on Triple M with during uh, an Olympics doing a thing with Santo uh, Chilara, which I wasn't called to be a part of, but we'll move on. <laughs> when we come back in yep. my rundown, it just says a Sam special. Can you give it a tease? Can you give it a commercial radio tease, please? Uh, no. But that's your job, isn't it? That'll do us uh, something. <laughs> Going to give us a little hint. What's it about? It's about. Uh, it's about. It's about you. Actually, we're going. It's a bit too domestic, isn't it? No, I'm just going to throw things at you, and you're going to have to reply. That's how radio works, isn't it? It's turned into Q and A, Rosie. This is. <laughs> I'll take that as a comment, not a question. <laughs> I, I was in Sydney yesterday. I flew back last night mm. through the, not customs, but you know, just through the uh, mm-hmm. the bit where you come back in. The, the gate. Security or the security? security gate. Oh, yeah. Security man, lovely man, sees me coming and spots me. And it was just very nice. He, and he just said, mate, I want to say I love your show. Great. Thank you very much. He goes, what's it called again? <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it, I thought he was a soccer man. It's Santo Salmonid's Total Football. He goes, that's right, mate. I'm Every Monday night, mate, I don't miss it. I love it. Me and the family will watch it. I go, oh, yeah. it's very nice. He goes, and he keeps looking at me going, which one are you again? <laughs> I go, well... <laughs> Let's at do which, an elimination. At what point does it like not become uh, mm. flattering and thanks for watching to the point where, mate, there's only three in the show. Mm. I'm not playing Santo. No. I'm not playing Ed. No. So I'm the other one. I'm the other one. Yeah. And then after that, it was like, got awkward and I had yeah. to walk off. Had to walk off before he got you with the little swipey thing. How, how excited How excited are you about the cricket? Really excited. Well, I mean, I'm talking to Ryan Harris in ooh, a few minutes and I will be parked in front of the television today and watching every ball of the first day of the second test. I don't like the fact that when I look at the Today Show yeah. weather um, around the country, they've yeah. got clouds hanging around. They've got that thing where they're having a bed each way, where they've got a cloud with rain and a sun behind it. I'm just, like, well, yeah. I know you're saying, commit. Just yeah. mate, give which us, is it? Yeah, anyway. Which one is it? But I'm excited. Although the, the exciting bit about if it does rain is that the, we will get to see old games. Yeah, that's about, true. So, uh, nothing excites me more than when the rain comes yes. because... There's a chance of seeing the 1980s West Indian cricket team. Yeah. Sledging was a big one from uh, Massive. Test 1. Massive. How do you get rid of it, Ed? Uh, I don't know. More stump mics? Good point. Yeah. I would say this. Before the, before the, uh, the first ball is bowled today, mm-hmm. the two teams should line up opposite each other mm-hmm. and hurl as much abuse oh, nice. at each other. Get it out of your system. Get it out of your system. Yeah. And then mean. for the rest of the day, you can just play yeah. cricket in the gentlemanly way that we're nice. supposed to. What do you think? Yeah, I love it. Just and also let's mic, let's have that let's not have the anthems let's just have that the abuse mic line. that up that, mm. how good would that be love to hear that um, the only other thing too is that uh, I've, I've, I watched the first test it's been a while since I watched cricket you know what I miss I miss the ball going onto the practice wickets I love practice wickets where did they go amazing I was watching the test between New Zealand and West Indies yesterday of course you were because I'm sick like that <laughs> and it's from the University Oval uh, in Dunedin yeah. And the crowd of oh, 70 or 80 that were there. Uh, that's ADBC numbers. Saw a wonderful uh, performance by Ross Taylor, who got, 100 and some, oh, got 200 and something not out. There was one point where he hit, a, he hit the ball to the boundary. It bounced over the rope. It bounced <laughs> over the advertising board. It bounced through a couple having a picnic, and it went through a chain-link fence. And there was no groundsman there, and you could see them waving. And this woman had to get up from her picnic and stick her hand <laughs> through a fence and sort of feel around. And then she found, she found the ball and threw it back. Please, can I watch? So can we watch a game together of that thing? Oh, I'd love it. It was amazing. If Shane Watson gets dropped from the Australian team, mm-hmm. will we review it? Oh, my God. Thank you. I've got one more for you. God, on the way here, on the way God. here today. Jeez, this is a mixed bag. On, it's a mixed bag, bag of mixed lives. On the, on the way here today, I bought a can, a can of soft drink. Yeah. Diet Coca-Cola, caffeine-free. Can you confirm wow, look that? look at that. Yeah, it's in a gold can. Yeah, yeah, I opened it up. There was nothing in it. 
Sam Pang, everybody. Diet Coke, caffeine-free, Ed. Jeez, where, what is next? <laughs> Nothing, mate. Just leave it there. He's good. It's Triple F Summer Breakfast. I'm already behind the eight ball Christmas-wise. I haven't bought a present. I haven't thought of it. What am I going to get, Tiff? What do you get, Tiff? Don't, you're going to get your usual eight by ten picture of yourself that uh, you hand out every Christmas morning. They're it's not... glossy, and you love it every year when you receive it. <laughs> what, are you gonna get, what are you going to get your partner? I'm going to get eight by ten of you and uh, the <laughs> no, normal what? gift. What are you going to get? No, it's a good. I think it's a great question because uh, it gets to the point in your life where what's what's left? Mm. What can you do? What's you know, left? What's left in terms of? I don't think that it's uh, you know we've been together a long time. You think that if like a shirt is going to do it anymore? I don't think so. Let me ask you this: Is this a good sign? We're sitting on the couch yesterday, uh, and I just done something that didn't it didn't it didn't smell fantastic. I'll say that wow. right. And you're cooking again, eh? No, Tiff turned to me and she said. I think the romance is dead. <laughs> is that a good sign? You, she says Sir it's Pan. dead. I say that's the subtle art of seduction. Ah, good Lord. Well, Lockie Wills is here with me to attach uh, to this man because he has become basically the spearhead of the Australian pace attack, and I just love it. I love watching you bowl, Ryan Harris. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Do you know what I love about you? Because all you're in... You know, Mitchell Johnson's like the firebrand. Peter Siddle, they, they call him the workhorse. You, yep. you, you, you know what I love about you? When you roll in, sort of, you sort of, you're not lumbering, but you sort of, you saunter in. And then it's just, <laughs> is it length or is it going to be line, a little bit of movement off the seam or through the air? God, you're a yeah. magician, aren't you? Uh, I appreciate that. appreciate those words. But no, it's, uh, we, that's, what the, that's what I think we're going very well at the moment. We've got a very balanced attack. As you said, we've got Mitchell can come in and bowl those thunderbolts and mm. and then um you know Sids who can just go in and, and bowl up the dots and myself who, who who's probably trying to do similar to what Sids is Sids is trying to do but we complement each other very well. Mm. Uh, not just a magician but a very good one indeed Ryan you've got a strike rate of forty five point nine. No Australian bowler in the last one hundred years has wow. a better strike rate <laughs> wow. than you. But can, well I didn't know that. Well there you go. Uh, breaking news here on summer breakfast. Congratulations. But I've got to ask, I mean, you spent basically 10 years as a good ordinary Shield cricketer and then yep. the turnaround was massive. The age of 30, you play your first test and you have dominated ever since. What sparked that turnaround? Um, I don't really know. I, I, I sort of, um, I, I think I got to a stage in my career where I, well, in my in my Shield career where I, you know, was in and out all the time um, of, of the South Australian team and, and probably, you know, wasn't consistent enough. And I, and I probably got to a stage where I, I, the coach sat me down and said, you need to make a decision whether you want to put everything into cricket or, or you wanted to go and do something else. And I and obviously wanted to play cricket. So I probably went away, did a bit of work on my bowling technique. And, and then all of a sudden I came out and started bowling a little bit faster and a little bit more accurate. So the only thing really, the only thing that I probably did differently is probably put a little bit, a little bit more weight on, got a little bit heavier. Oh, you honest. put weight on? Yeah. A, in, in the days of sports scientists and yeah. uh, skin folds, you're putting weight on, Ryan Harris. Yeah. I appreciate that. On the Big M diet, were you? That's right, exactly. <laughs> so that was probably the only thing. But It's interesting you should say that, though, because yeah. they're saying, you know, with the bowlers and the bodies of the young bowlers is that yeah. they're not as bottom-heavy as the old-school fast bowlers, and that, be, that might be part of the reason as to why they're getting injured. Yeah, look, it's a, it is a tough one. I mean, every every individual is different. Um, mm. You know, we've got we've got some guys, the young guys that we've got at the moment floating around the country are, are amazing bowlers, and they they they're just oh, like I've said it plenty of times before. They've just got to let their, their bodies develop. Um, they're all very very fit. So uh, I'm not I'm no fitness guru, but I mean <laughs> they, they, they are very fit, and you know. I, 
as I said, the, the injuries they're having more in their backs and stuff, I think it's just because more more bone development isn't quite there just as yeah, yet. Right. Yeah, makes sense. Hey, what about the mindset? I mean, heading into the first test, you know, um, you know, hope and anticipation, no doubt, but to knock England off by 381 runs, going yep. into this second test, how much genuine belief is there that, you know what, we can roll the palms, we can win the Ashes back? Oh, the belief's there. No, believe you me, that it's definitely there. The boys, are, the boys are pumped. Obviously, it was a, it was a great, great start. We wanted to get off to a bang, and, and we sort of, we did that. And to, to beat them sort of in four days was, was, um, you know, it was great. So we, we just got to make sure that obviously that's in the past now. We, we we've had a really good build up to this, to this test, but we'll, we'll, we'll try and put the same sort of pressure on them, and mm. and hopefully we can come in on top two 0 going into Perth, which would be would be a pretty good start. Now, before we let you go, I read something about you, uh, Ryan, which I found very interesting. When you, yep. it, it was about your finances, and yep. it was an interview with you, a bit of an in depth one, and it said that. Uh, what do you do? You remember what you said you did with your the money from your first contract from South yeah. Australia, which was about eleven thousand dollars. What did you do with that money, Ryan? I was Harris? a little bit over, it was a little bit uh, overquoted in that. Uh, apparently, I pissed it up the wall and gambled it all the way. Is that true? Is that what is that? <laughs> no, is that, not, that seemed true. a little bit rash. Is that? <laughs> yeah, did you do that? No, no. Well, not to that extent. I, I didn't mind having a beer with a couple of beers, <laughs> and then I don't, you know, I didn't mind having a pun here and there. But yeah. I wouldn't have said I pissed it all away and, and threw it away. No, good. I'm glad we, I'm glad we cleared that up because I had a very yeah, like. Oh, I actually. Yeah, good. A bit of a Les Patterson. I thought, geez, this rhino. He doesn't care what happens. He's living in a yeah, somebody, nah. living on a mate's couch, just looking at the headline, dogs all day. Headline was a little bit drastic, I think. We just got some live pitches coming in. It is not raining at, at the at the Oval, at the Adelaide Oval. It is not raining. So hopefully uh, play will start on time this morning. The new and improved Adelaide Oval as well, Sammy. What have they done to it? What do you mean, what have they done to it? They put in a slippery dip. No, it's... <laughs> Now, that would be an improvement. New stands and all that kind of thing. Uh, And so very quickly, we've just seen finally that the second airport in Sydney, which will help us all across the nation, flying in, flying out, traffic, all that kind of thing, is this has been going on forever, Sammy. Uh, I can give you some details here. They've uh, The plans, they've approved two new runways and three new Krispy Kremes. (laughs) The Tiger Airways Terminal is going to be a converted portaloo, which is a real upgrade for them. Which is fantastic. That's great. Airport pricing. They've already set the airport uh, car park pricing, Sammy. At? And it's gone down. It's only 400 bucks an hour. <laughs> that is a bargain. And they've put in an order for those swipey things. What are they? You know when you get stopped? Excuse me, sir. Can we have a random check of your bag? What are they called? Swipey things. Swipey things. Let's go with swipey There's things. There's 10 grand a thing. And they've already, um, they've just put out an ad in the paper. They're looking for uh, middle-aged women who can spend about 15 minutes trying to get their laptop out of their bag. While we're trying to get through to get on a flight, wow. that is every gonna, airport that, needs those. <laughs> I, there's just can never be enough for them, man. I can't. That sounds like a cracking airport. That doesn't. One. It? That's the one I want to be at. Yep, that's where I'll go. Sydney Second is, Airport is. Is right now a good uh, uh, time to mention that I'm not dating Miranda Kerr? Is that just, perfect time to clear that up? Thank you, mate. Thank you. <laughs> you lack the requisite billion dollars or Hollywood profile that she requires. Also, mate, I'm under 150 kilograms too, by the way. Ed. Barely. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, it's time what? to talk Christmas. Well, because it's a tragedy. But what do you do? Are you going to fix it? What are you saying? You got to upset at me before I said I dread it. A men's Christmas tragedy has occurred. Oh, okay. And across the nation next, we're going to fix it. I've organised a special report. Well, I've organised the newsroom to come in with a special report, Sammy, because this is, I'll paint a picture for you. Nikki from yep. the newsroom is here. Morning, Nikki. Hello, I'm guys. very excited about this. Well, I'm not excited about it. I'm upset about it. Paint a picture for you guys. I'm sitting um, at uh, Tiff's family's house a couple of days ago, and everyone's starting to get their Christmas list ready. 
And they're going around and the mum's saying that she does, you know, oh, no, I don't know what I'd like to, you know, cause she's, everyone's going to get her something cause she's so nice. And the, the dad has already gone out and got himself a, a large television, which is absolutely fantastic. And it's 3d. I don't know how that works, but we'll move on quickly. And then it got to me, Nikki and Sam and uh, Tiff's 15 year old brother. And we both said at the top of our voices straight away, they said, what do you want? And we both shouted PlayStation 4 at the same time. PlayStation 4. <laughs> A 34-year-old man and a 15-year-old boy in complete unison as to what we wanted. Now, Nikki. What's the problem, Ed? Well, take it away, Nikki. A little what bit of a problem. What is going on? Well, we've heard that not only in Australia but also right across the world, there's an underwhelming number of consoles to oh. meet the demand of the PS4s. So those who haven't ordered will have to wait until the next shipment arrives. When? Unfortunately, it's not till Jan or Feb next year. February. February next Perfect year. Perfect for, for December 25. Of course. So there's, cause this is true, isn't it, Nikki? Anyone who goes out now, I went to JB. They laughed at me. <laughs> Tried to sell me a Nintendo 64. Badged up oh, as a PlayStation 4. I said, I'm on to you. I know that Donkey Kong Country came out on a different system. And so you cannot get one, can you? No, not at the moment. So Chadston Harvey Norman, for example, in Melbourne, has reported uh, that they've received fewer than 40 consoles, oh. and despite being the biggest store across Victoria. And up in Sydney, in Bondi J- uh, Junction, they specialise in gaming. Yes, they do. They only received six consoles. Six? Six. For That's the whole it. of Sydney, they received six consoles. There'll be fights. There will be fights. Well, some people have actually tweeted. Someone said, it's like Sony only sent out one PlayStation 4 to Australia and they're now making everyone fight for it. Do you know what? Uh, hey, which would be a good television show. <laughs> no, it Ed. would be. You and, and your look, brother on Christmas Day. Yeah, fighting get for the it. Why can't we have at least have had a doorbuster sale style scenario where we can see them? Because I used to line up in the Boxing Day sales. I used to like to go and get in the ruckus. I didn't want a fridge. I just wanted the rumble. <laughs> and... Nikki, that would work. It if, would. It if would. we just had December 25, fling the doors open and let us sort it out. Yeah, well, apparently that's what they did in uh, Britain. They opened. Oh, did well, they, they? They let people camp out about three days before Uh-oh. so that, yeah, they, they'd, they'd end up lining up and any fighting. Tru- to any, get any, trouble? any trouble? Any <laughs> trouble? Well, I dare say there were a few scuffles, yeah. <laughs> there were, look, there was a riot and a couple of buildings burned down. Other than that, it was all fine. Uh, three days of camping out, Ed, is that something you'd consider? Oh. So you talk, you're all talk about how much you want one. How much do you really want one? If Would you camp out for three days? I'd go a night. <laughs> I, I've never camped out. Have you ever camped out for anything, Sam? Uh, uh, Kylie tickets, but... Kylie tickets. <laughs> not, other than that... Which tour? Not, oh, the big the, one. The girly the tour? Great, the oh, greatest, no, that was Madonna. The greatest hits tour. Nikki, have you ever camped out for anything? No, I haven't. I haven't been that desperate for anything, to be honest. Yeah, she's judging I'm me. I'm lazy. I sit behind my computer and just hope that something will pop up online on eBay. <laughs> in a click frenzy. It wasn't even a click frenzy. It's not even a click It wasn't. I no. camped out the front of this radio station for two days. I waited until Glenn Robbins left, and now I'm in. Look at that. The wait was worthwhile, Ed. Thank you, Nikki, for a tragic report. Yeah, that's... Uh, Sorry. I'm I'm that be... didn't lead the news, Nikki. <laughs> well, I'm going to follow this up oh, yeah. for the rest of summer breakfast because I am... Desperate. We have to try and find a way. There must be someone's got one in a bunker somewhere. The, there are PS4s <laughs> out there. We have to try and track something because I'm not alone. Well, there's six in Sydney. They're gone. Oh, yeah, right. And there's they're all gone. Forty. There in, were forty in, in Chadston. There yep. were forty in Victoria. Any? Yep. What about? What, 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 if, what if there's what if there's fifteen hundred over in Perth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you there go? gathering dust? <laughs> Just had a special report from our newsroom. I know. Um, 
the, he, uh, Nikki came in and told us there's no PS4s anywhere in the country, Sammy. You PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4. You don't care. I do. I'm desperate for one. Well, I'm a Nintendo 64 man. I'm still waiting for an upgrade. My, I got uh, hooked on uh, Hang Time and GoldenEye back oh, in the day. GoldenEye. Yeah. Ooh. Cost me two relationships, but I clocked that thing. <laughs> doesn't it, matter. doesn't matter. Well worth it. Do, all, in all wars, there are casualties. Exactly. When you're playing Nintendo 64 and you're playing the four-player split screen, do not use Oddjob. He's too wide. He's he too wide. Shot He's easily. <laughs> That is wise, wise words from you. Thank you. This is your number one 1996 radio station. <laughs> hey, one triple three five three. What are you after? Has anyone got a PlayStation Four? Was anyone smart enough to pre? Oh, Rosie said, "Ooh." Why? Well, we got a tweet at MMM Hot Breakfast from Reaper Stevens saying uh, he got a PS4 on launch day, well turned done. it on, wasn't working. So he contacted oh, Sony no. and they said, "Send it in. We'll get your replacement PS4 within five to seven days." And has he got it? No. Oh. Ed, if you don't get one for Christmas, mm. are, are these are these uh, substitutes gonna gonna put you at ease? Go. You got a shirt from Country Road? No. Twenty dollar gift basket from the body shop. <laughs> well, if it's the goji berry scrub, <laughs> I hear it's refreshing. One triple three five three. Have you got a PS4? What are you gonna do on Christmas Day if you haven't got your P- your PlayStation Four? Yeah. Has anyone gone on eBay? I hear there are the exorbitant prices they're going for them. Is it, is what another, am I gonna do? Is another way of doing this saying, have you got? A PS4, and will you give it to me? Is that what you said? Is that <laughs> what you just enough. said? That's, that's the good old days of radio. <laughs> now I now you have to pay people. Oh, this is just a curiosity for you now. One triple three five three PlayStation 4, I'm devastated, and so is my uh, my, my fiancé's 15-year-old brother. We both want the same thing for Christmas, which is a PlayStation 4. Sure, we're 20 years apart in age, but we want the same things. Michael, <laughs> you got a PlayStation 4? Uh, yes, I do. Can I have it? No. Now, why? How did you get one, Michael? Are you the boss of Sony? Are you his best mate? No, I actually pre-ordered mine through uh, EB Games. Oh, whatever, Michael. I didn't think to do that. And is it great? Oh yes. And uh, the best part was I was one who delivered the pallet to the one of the EB shops, and I actually delivered my own PlayStation. That's hilarious. You were delivering your own PlayStation. That's like when, yes. when men are in the uh, room for where their child is born. What a beautiful moment, Michael. <laughs> My, how, yeah, but I when couldn't you... get it that day. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> Michael, when you say pre-order, like how long ago? Uh, about six months ago. All right, that's enough. All right, he's just showing just off. A, I love the planner. Got... Chris, who's got a PlayStation 4? My son. Chris, can I have it? No, you'd have to kill him first. <laughs> how, old, how old is he, Chris? 24. Oh, yes, he, he's only, <laughs> he's just a youngster, Chris. Yeah. He's a whippersnapper. Yeah, so he, he pre-ordered his as well. Oh, whatever. And Chris, is he a mer- Yes, what? But, they, but? Advised, they advised him that if he didn't pick it up, it would be February before he got one. Whoa, that's power. Oh. Thank you, Chris. All right, all right, Michael. Michael, you got a PS4? Zach. Oh, Zach, Zach, have you got a PS4? Yeah, I do, mate. Oh, you sound happy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fucked. Zach, Zach, <laughs> you, do you know, have, has Ed got anything, do you think, that you may want to try? Yeah, can we swap? Yeah. Can oh, we swap? Is... I've got a Thank God You're Here DVD, Series 2. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Is that a yes? <laughs> no. Oh, anything else? I've got a... Anything we can get you? Oh, a Nickelback Best Of CD? Oh, yeah. Uh, you're, still, you're still on the wrong page. Can I have that? You can have that, Thank Sam. It's signed as well by the band, I think. All right, Zach, what is it going to take? What what would it take for you to give up that PlayStation 4? Oh, a nice overseas holiday would be all right. Overseas holiday. Have you heard of Dapto? <laughs> it's inland. <laughs> it's are, eh? Thursday yeah, exactly. night of the dogs. You would love it there, Zach. What about Ed's car? <laughs> uh, is it better than mine? What do you got? 
<laughs> nothing special. Yeah, I, well, well, actually, no. When I maybe bought, not. When I bought mine, the dealer said beats walking. So, <laughs> all right, you win. That's it. I've had enough. Zach. Oh, devastating. Look how happy they are. Have you ever met a more smug bunch of dudes? I don't even feel like I. Obviously, I don't have one, but I'm kind of happy as well. You don't deserve one, mate. You didn't pre-order 12 years ago like these callers did. <laughs> Shut up, Pang. Here's a song. Everybody needs good Sam, it's time to get serious. It's so true. The lyrics are so true, Ed. All right, what are you... Stop playing serious. it, Rosie. We're going to have to pay royalties. Um, <laughs> top, top uh, get serious. What, what are you saying? Neighbours is not where it should be. Because I was, I, I watched what, Channel 11. 6.30 Channel 11, yeah. right after the uh, 19th episode of Futurama in a row. <laughs> Hasn't dated. Yeah. Not at all. And it needs to be back where it was, Rosie and Sam, which is at the top of the cultural tree yeah. in Australia. Because across the nation, everyone knows that it was the show. When I was growing up, it was the show. Same. Me too. Is Daphne still in it? I, I can't say what happened to Daphne, but I think Greg Fleet was involved. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We can no longer. We cannot say <laughs> any more than that. Okay. Up next, Colin Mann, Australian acting entertainment legend, star of Neighbours, is now star of Neighbours and has taken the time out to join us this morning. We're going to get Neighbours back on track, back to the top of the pops. Let's where it do it. To be. Let's We've do got storylines that we're going to pitch to her, and we're going to find out what is going on. It's Triple M Summer Breakfast. And we are in the presence of greatness, Pang. You've been uh, having a little bit of tete-a-tete with I'm, our next guest I'm off air. I'm already nervous because I'm going to upset. I've already upset her. <laughs> okay. Colette Man, where do we even start with the resume? Prisoner? Flying She's short doctors? and she can't sit on the big chairs. That's we, where you can start. We did lower the desk. but I know, but I'm still standing <laughs> Good up. Good morning, Colette. <laughs> Lovely to have you with us. Thank you. Now, I know that you're playing Sheila on Neighbours in Ramsey Street. Yes, I know because clearly you're at home. Home at six thirty with cook- nothing to do. No, <laughs> he tapes it. I'm cooking dinner at that point. Oh. I'm the dinner cooker in my house. So Good I'm on coo- you. I'm cooking dinner, and neighbours is on in the background. Mm-hmm. And you, last night you were wearing a little Christmas hat. That's how I knew oh. it was Christmas. That one, huh? Yeah. Now it's safe to say neighbours doesn't go out live. So we're talking about things that you've done a little while ago. Three months ago. We're three, three months, months ahead. You're three months yeah. ahead, and some would say it's fifteen years behind. But we won't go there. No. Now, Colette. Here's the thing. Now, this is why I'm glad you're here, because I'm glad that Neighbours has got a proper TV legend in the show at the moment. Finally. Yes, exactly, Sam. Yes. As your good self. Now, Mm. give us a little brief. Now, Sheila's a busybody, isn't she? In the sort of Madge sort of... Well, yes. When when they hired me, they said she needed to be... She needed to fill the sort of... Mrs. Mangle oh, going mangle. back. Wow. Yes. A bit of mangle in it. Yeah, a bit of mangle and a bit of Madge, but she had to have extreme warmth. Well, That's where you. else would you go? Right. Lucky, Sam? They got, lucky they got someone with your range, Colette. Yes, you're really crawling now, aren't you? Because <laughs> you know that you've really upset me, and you've heard that when I'm upset, I, it's I, not pretty. It's the last okay, thing yeah. I wanted to do. I didn't want to upset you. Yes, I exactly. mentioned Des and Daphne off air. Oh, and for just God's sake, get over yourself. You read that on a piece of paper. You've never watched Neighbours. Admit it now. Never watched an episode in his life, I Colette. have watched an episode. I remember when Lassiter's burnt down. The fourth oh. time. <laughs> Did it? 
I, I be... I'm the manager of, uh, not Lassiter's, I'm the manager of Charlie's. Do you know what Charlie's is? No, because I was a Lassiter's man. Oh, but Charlie's is part of the Lassiter's complex, I'll have you know, but in Paul... Erinsborough. Thank oh, you. Wow. Now, yeah. at the moment... Go, Ed, I'm so talking channel, to you. So the Channel 10 publicity uh, machine, and they do a great job. Yes. They told me that they that Neighbours was working up to a big, uh, a big cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Yeah. Right. Now, I've just seen Home and Away, Oh. where they had a... Bomb. They had, well, even you know that they had a bomb. Well, you had to know it because it was on every you know promo in the world. Now, yes. let's not worry. Ticking clock. Ah, now the ticking clock. Yeah. Let's not worry that the bomb was in a suitcase that was being handed to every single person in Summer Bay for a week or a month without anybody noticing its extreme weight or the fact that the it was, it was ticking. That it was ticking. It was ticking. Yes, I let's know. They're all that. deaf. They're all in a way. Yeah. Okay. Let's not worry about Pretty, that. Pretty but deaf. Yeah. But when the, when it went up, wow. it was, yeah, it was great TV. Yeah, well, we had a bomb last year. Well, uh, really? Yeah, we did. See, I didn't even know that. Oh, see, we had a wedding last year because we love something to go wrong at a celebration. Always. We're big on that. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a bomb at the wedding, was there? No, okay. not a real bomb. It was a gas bottle that blew up like a bomb. Wow. Yeah, it killed yes. two people. Wasn't Des and Daphne, was it? No, no. it wasn't Des and Daphne. Get off it, Sam. We have, we Move on. A, we've had a tweet. So who's Rosie? What's happened? What did they say? This tweeter. Well, it's from Rob, and he says they lost me after Bouncer died. I think oh. Rob speaks on behalf of a lot of us. You're going to get upset at Rob? Well, no, because we've got a new dog now called Bossy, named after me. Strangely, <laughs> enough. Oh, there you have it. <laughs> stay there, please, right. Colette, man. Please stay with us. I will. I'm we're, never going anywhere again. We're coming back. One triple three five three. Your last memory of Neighbours. What was your last memory of an episode of Neighbours that you sure? It could be a recent one. It could be something that happened a little while ago. One triple three five three. We know that that uh, Charlene and uh, Scott's son is joining the show. Yes, we think that's a that's great idea. Big. Yes, we think that's it's a step very in the... big. Here are the as steps... soon as we know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Here are the steps in the right direction. Yeah, Colette Mann's on. Look yes, Spongy, she's killing it. Yeah. Scott and Charlene's son is coming back. Sammy and I have written some new plot lines for Neighbours that we want to pitch to oh, you. Excellent. Am I in them? Uh, all of them. Everyone. Oh, yeah. There's a that's lot of That's unfortunate. I like to get paid for doing very little. For <laughs> <laughs> Holden, Colorado, LTZ. Now with MyLink and built-in apps like Bringo SatNav. This is Triple M's Summer Breakfast with... Sam Payne. And Colette Mann. And Ed Cavalier. Hang on. <laughs> yes. Colette Mann from Neighbours. She's already got herself in the opener. She's been here five minutes. I've We're always wanted to be on FM radio. And now in the, here you are. Okay, Colette Mann. <laughs> yes. Star of Neighbours. Yes. Breath of fresh air in this studio. You can stay. You are a lot of fun. You and Sam having some uh, little bit of fun off air. The question on 13353 is what was the last thing you remember in Neighbours? Because we're going to get to it in a moment. We need more people talking Neighbours. And I think putting you in, getting you involved, Colette, is a great idea. You think so, Dan? Oh, you're killing it. Oh, good on you. you I don't s- know, you know, by the way, after I was just going through the... <laughs> Yeah, You're... go on. Have a go. Well, I, Colette, I dare you. You attacked me early. Yes. And then, and then I was reading about your character, Sheila Canning. Yes. And, and some of the background, some of the things that she's... That and she's... I was shocked. You didn't... <laughs> you didn't... I haven't been playing that for two years. She's a brow, proud blue-collar woman. That's woman it. Of, yeah, of simple taste. I can do that. Yeah, and uh, you believe in strong family values. Yes, I've been playing that like you wouldn't believe. What about two, <laughs> two of your sons have Which been ones? described... <laughs> Two of them. Have they got names? They ran out on their partner's Shazza. Oh, Shazza. And, I talk about Shazza a fair bit. And Jackie. 
And then because of your wayward sons, they ran out and you feel guilt about taking care of the grandkids. Is that did, so? Did you any of that? <laughs> no. Have you been talking to the writers? Because they change with the wind, you know. Yes. And it just depends. I had to explain to them about four times that I've been calling my ex-dead husband, mm. Frank. Mm. And every time it comes up in the script, he's called a different name, Reg, Jack. <laughs> and I go, excuse me, we said it was Frank <laughs> at the beginning. Can we just how get many, a little bit of consistency? have I got rid of? Like yeah, a black widow over here. a little bit of consistency <laughs> happening here. Thanks very much. I'm just giving you some background. Hey, it might thank change. You. Thank Chris, you. Chris, what was your last neighbour's memory? That was a pretty sad one. Uh, someone said, I wonder what Bouncer is thinking. And uh, as Bouncer was laying there asleep, and they wandered off into uh, Bouncer's dreamland. Oh. It looked like a play school set where Bouncer was bouncing around with pretend flowers. Do you take drugs? <laughs> Chris, do you take drugs? I that man I, would like to know. I think you're... I beg your pardon. I, th- I think you've taken something this morning. I don't remember any of that. Chris, an ugly turn, Ed. Chris. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. What a beautiful memory. Darren, what was your last neighbour's memory? Hey, guys. Um, I'd say it would have to be Toadfish's marriage, but um, as they were driving off to their honeymoon, um, they lost control and they jumped in or crashed into the lake. But That's the funny thing was Channel 10 forgot to uh, Photoshop the ramp as he jumped into the lake. Are oh, you oh, joking? No, that wouldn't, that, wouldn't ha- that wouldn't happen under my watch. Dar- oh, Dar- Darren. Darren, in Toadie's defence, if you're just being married and you see a ramp, you've got to go over yeah. it. That's it. There's, no other, there's no choice. Did they go into Lassiter's Lake? I think it was, yes. But, um, you know, but if, it was, if I was Toadfish, I'd avoid it because I was married to Madeline. Yes. Oh, that That's one. It. Oh, yeah. Good result weird. there, Darren. Good result. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. So, hey, Michelle, your last neighbour's uh, memory? Well, I, I've been watching Neighbours forever and absolutely adore you, Colette. So thank Isn't you. Isn't she so great? Thank you, Michelle. Isn't she great, Tell Michelle. Sam. She is amazing in everything she's ever done. She's just Absolute great. legend. Thank you. Um, well, well, there's been so many. I mean, you've got Scott and Charlene's wedding. Yeah, wedding of the famous. century. Yeah, it absolutely was. Um, you, and you had when Scott died and there was a whole heart transplant thing, which oh, was very important. Um, and also when Delta Goodrum sang a single... Oh, oh my yeah. goodness! Oh my lord! I forgot all about Delta. She sang it at Lassiter's, didn't she? I remember that. That was just bizarre. They just went and now this, and she sang a three and a half minute song. Wow! That's it was incredible. Was, it was too seal there? Yeah. Oh, seal. And did he whiz around in a chair and go? Yeah, you're coming with me. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Michelle. This is what I'm talking about, Colette. We've had a lot of semi-distant memories. Yes. I want to create some new memories. Okay. I'm some, interested in here your Here are some storylines. new storylines. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you like any of these. Home and Away had a bomb, right? Yes. Neighbours has two bombs. Ah. See what he's done there? Yeah, you I see, see, what, I see what you did there. We're one-upping them. How yes, about this? yes. The River Boys. Oh, yes, in Home and Away. Get a job at Lassiter's. Oh, <gasps> wow. Yes. Now you're talking. They're quite cute, aren't they? They're quite cute, yeah, but we yes. don't want to mention them here. Can I throw one up? Yes, please. What about Colette? Mm-hmm. His character, Sheila, mm-hmm. gets together with Alf. Oh. Oh. Oh, that. Oh. Chemistry. Oh. 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 No, no. I'll see you outside. Oh, that's Sorry. okay. How about this one? Harold could come back to life again. Oh, again? Because <laughs> he had a dream. Was he a bit Patrick Duffy in Dallas? Yeah, he's had a few dreams. Yes. He's had a few. Yes. He's come back. Hasn't known who he was a couple of times. Yes. What about that? Well, that's a really good idea. Excellent. And here's my last one. And this is more 
because I don't like where he's gone. And I know Lawrence Mooney is very big on this, a good friend of the show here. I know Lawrence. Of course you do. Um, Toadfish needs to be fat. Oh, really? The light and easy version of Jared Rebecca. He works so hard, I that boy. I know he's a lawyer. He, 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 yeah, but the, the actual actor punches bags and everything. No, more Krispy Kreme, less reps. I want oh, more. Really? Yeah, the toadfish, he needs to get the goatee back, get the dreadlocks out the back, and pork up. That the little mullet thing. Yep. Oh, wasn't that awful? But anyway, <laughs> he's, he's, he's really nice now. He's and he, he's actually, he and Alan Fletcher are in, in the UK at the moment. They're doing pantomimes. Oh, they're on the panto they're season. They're on the panto season. Now, yes. if you tell me that the cliffhanger to the end of this series is a race for the mayor of Erinsborough between Paul Robinson and Dr. Carl which is what was happening last night, and you had some very strong views. Sheila had some very strong oh, views on that. she does. She only ever has strong views. I'm, yes. I'm hoping that there's also a little bit of something else. You, got any, you tell me there's going to be a little something else, a little sting in the tail for me. There is a big sting in the tail for you. Is it a gas bottle blowing up? That no, was last no year. gas bottle. We did that last year. Not a wedding. No, no. Although there is a big scene being shot today for three months' time. That you're that, not part of. That Oh, no, I'm in it. <laughs> and let's just say it's um, it's an event. Event? I'm Television very, I'm very is back. Yes. I'm very happy to hear that because it would be bad to go out as the, as the cliffhanger. We're just like a, a local council election, Colette. That's oh, no, not no, the no, way no, to that's not, no, 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 no. The, what we're shooting today is for three months' right. time. Okay. That's it. And yeah. that, 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 will, that will cause ructions. Ructions? Yes, it will. But the cliffhanger, yeah. I don't know what the Are cliffhanger is. I should be paying attention. <laughs> um, you know, seat, you know there's done. been terrible time, though, because my grandson, Coyle, um, he, uh, he, he slept with his, best, his girlfriend's best friend. <gasps> oh. But he only did it because he... It had been the eclipse, you know, the eclipse that only happened in Erinsborough. What? And he'd stare. What's going he'd, on? He'd looked at, I'm telling you the truth. Lunar-based he, infidelity? And he, is yes. This? And he looked at the eclipse and it sent him blind for a while. And I've always thought that he wasn't sure which girl he was with because oh. he had things on his eyes. I think we all thought that. You Colette. see? Well, Colette, man. Can I just say, that is, you that, are just that is a complicated thing. That is more complicated than when Alan Dale got together with Ali Fowler. That was <laughs> oh, the last oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's you a, need to move on with oh, your life, Sam. Okay, Colette, man, we will be watching tonight, Neighbours, 6.30, Channel 11. 11. Yes. I'll be it's there. one more than 10. That's absolutely right. So it's so important. You are a legend. Thank, Thank you, you for so coming much. in. Thank you for having Absolute me. Absolute pleasure to have you. It's Triple M Summer Breakfast. Hey. Triple M Summer Breakfast with Ed Cavalier and friends. The serious truck for the serious man. Think Colorado. Think Holden.